begins with this gate drop. Welcome back to the Power to the Ground podcast on the Power Motorsports Media Network. Today, we are going to take a look forward at round 16 in Salt Lake City taking place tomorrow. Uh, It's round 16 of the 2021 Supercross season. I know if you're probably looking at the titles, there's some sort of uh, um, weird default set. I think it's in Restream. I'll fix that. Um, but we are not going over Atlanta. We are going over Salt Lake City because that's where we're headed tomorrow. For those of you watching this live, don't forget to like, share, and comment on this video. Tag a buddy, tag a riding buddy, tag somebody that loves Supercross. Go ahead, help us uh, get this out there to some uh, some new viewers. Um, if there's any topics that you want me to cover, if you have any questions, uh, go ahead drop them in the comments. I will circle back to those at the end of the um, stream here. For those of you listening on audio, if you're not listening to this live, this will be on audio um, first thing in the morning tomorrow. So if you are watching this live, you want to listen back to it or you don't have time to watch the whole thing, fear not. Um, You can listen to it on your favorite audio um, podcast platform and it will be live tomorrow morning. If you are listening to us on audio, please click that subscribe button on whatever platform that you are listening to us on. Um, And if you are listening, we are doing this live um, on, I'm doing it on Fridays at noon now, and Doug and Tiller are live on Mondays at 6.30. So you can catch them on their Monday show, uh, which will be a review of Salt Lake City 1 for uh, next week. And I'm uh, like I said, I'll be here Fridays at noon. That's all we got for that. So let's jump into some spots. First off, uh, here's a new one. Nova Pro Media. For those of you who don't know, I am a marketing guy. Um, I do have my own company. It is Nova Pro Media. Obviously, helps out a lot with the show here. Um, if you are a business owner or if you have an online store, whatever it is, if uh, you want to start selling online or you want to sell more online, jump on over to novapro.media. Book a call. Uh, we can help you figure out a strategy. We do uh, web design, social media management, paid ad management. Uh, video production, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, book a call. We'll hook you up. Uh, next, we have Bro Taco. Now, Bro Taco is amazing. So, Sean is trying some new stuff. Um, he sent out some, uh, some of the Brap Sauce dry rub that I got to try out. And I smoked a 17-pound brisket last weekend, and good Lord, it came out so good, so good. Um, I did it. It was very, a very simple recipe. I trimmed it up, smothered it in mustard, covered it in that dry rub, and uh, smoked it for about nine-ish hours, somewhere around there. And I've been eating it on sandwiches pretty much all week long. 
friggin' amazing. Um, so if you want to try out some of the uh, the hot sauces that they've got going on over there at Bro Taco, you can head over to brotacofoods.com. Use the coupon code PTTG for 20% off your entire order. Um, moving along, we have Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. Our boy Doug over there, if you are looking to replace your sprockets, chains, brakes, um, anything along those lines, jump on over to sunstar-breaking.com. Hit up the support email. You can find that. I believe it's at the bottom of the homepage. And just mention anything about Power to the Ground in that email. Doug will hook you up. I believe he was saying 30% off. Um, don't quote me on that, but Doug is going to hook it up. So jump on over to Sunstar dash breaking.com hit up that email that support email and get yourself a deal more on them in just a moment if you haven't been over there before jump on over to www.power the number two the ground.com and you can grab yourself some merch you can listen to the uh, podcast right there on the website um we also have going on right now a giveaway now again if you are looking to replace some sprockets we are doing a sunstar sprockets giveaway right now even if you're not looking to replace those sprockets or you don't need to can't hurt to have an extra an extra set laying around right just in case um jump on over to www.powerthenumber2theground.com it is right there on the homepage, right below the GoPro video. You'll find, um, you'll see the picture of the sprockets, and then there's a big yellow button. All you have to do is click that yellow button, and you can enter for a chance to win a set of Sunstar sprockets for whatever bike that you need. Um, and again, if you guys are watching this, please don't for forget to uh, hit the like button. Drop a comment in the comment section. Like I said, at the end of the podcast, I will uh, read through those comments and we'll see if we can have a little bit of a conversation. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. We are getting our subscriber count up just a little bit. We want to uh, start pushing towards the, uh, the YouTube side to see if we can grab some more reach over there. And... That's about it. So thank you very much to Sunstar again for doing that giveaway. Don't forget to sign up for that. Let's jump into this. All right. Uh, actually, let's talk a little bit about the partnerships. So um, for those of you who aren't familiar the way that we kind of do things around here, I'm not a huge fan of sponsorships. Um, uh, they, they seem very, a lot of the times they are one-sided and I'm not interested in that. Um, so if you are interested in becoming, if you have a business and you're interested in becoming a partner with P, with Power to the Ground, basically um, partners are just, they're just very collaborative. Uh, Bro Taco, for example, there is no exchange of money back and forth with Bro Taco. Uh, we promote his stuff, he promotes our stuff, and everybody is happy. He sells hot sauce. Um, his viewers of his content come over here and listen to us because there's a lot of crossover. 
Um, so if you have anything along those lines and you're interested in becoming a partner with the Power to the Ground Motorsports Media Network, you can go ahead and jump on over to the website down at the bottom. You'll find a become a partner link. You can send us an email. And uh, we've actually had quite a few people reach out to us over the last couple of couple of weeks here about the partnerships. Um, I know Doug is working on one at the moment. Um, and I have been in talks with a um, electric motorsports company that uh, I can't talk much about. But over the next couple of months, you'll probably be hearing some stuff about them because they are interested in doing some shout outs here on the show. So if you're interested in being a partner for the power to the ground motorsports media network, go ahead, hit us up on the uh, website and we will, uh, we'll get to talk and see if we can work something out. Uh, again, if you are watching this right now, if there's any topics, any questions, anything that you want me to talk about, go ahead, drop it in the comment section. And I will circle back to that at the end end of the broadcast now let's jump into it first thing that i want to talk about i can't believe it took this long for this to happen daniel blair will be babysitting ricky carmichael in the booth tomorrow at salt lake city this is something that i have been begging for for it seems like years now um i love daniel i think he does a great job trackside um, but I do believe that Daniel is a pro broadcaster and I think he's going to do a great, great job in the booth. Um, so that is good news. Bad news is Supercross and Feld haven't understood that Ricky is the problem yet. <laughs> they keep taking pieces and shifting them around him, hoping that those pieces are going to make it better. But um, it's it's just not it it doesn't get any better. He's it's he's not a broadcaster. He is the goat on a dirt bike. He's not the goat in a broadcast in a broadcast booth. Um, uh, somebody needs to break the news to them on that one, or or not, or they'll just keep doing it the way that they are, and that's probably closer to the truth and what's actually going to happen. But anyways. Uh, still exciting, exciting stuff. Um, Daniel in the the booth uh, with Ricky tomorrow night. Uh, very con congratulations to Daniel on the uh, promotion. I do think that um, uh, this is probably a trial run for the next season. I, uh, I think Daniel will probably be in the booth, if not full time, more often starting uh, next season. And we'll, uh, we'll but we'll see. Um, so jumping forward, let's jump into the injuries that we have here. Um, now, when I was going through the injuries, because we are shifting back to the East Coast, I did find some updates that I want to talk about right after we're done here, um, but I'm going to jump through this. I'm going to go through it real quick. Uh, Benny Bloss is racing. Uh, Bogle is going to be a um, race day decision. Brayton is out. Chisholm is out. Cianciarulo is out. Freezy is out. 
McElrath is out. Osborne is out. Politelli is out. Stevenson's out. And that is it for your 450s. Um, I don't think there's really any surprises there. Um, other than Benny, Benny Bloss making the making the comeback. Um, jumping over, like I said, we're going to uh, we've got the East coming back, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Uh, we have Albright out, Forkner out, Hampshire out, Harlan out, Morans out, Moseman in, Oldenburg out, Pettis out, Salts out, Max Volen out, which is terrible. I wanted to see him race a, uh, a full season. We're not getting it. Um, and Woodcock is out um, with the broken back, and he is the one that I wanted to talk about because as I was going through this injury report, I was like, huh, I wonder how Woodcock's doing. So I uh, scoped him out on um, Instagram, and I found – a photo of him riding on a bicycle. So that is great news. He said he still doesn't have um, full feeling in his toes, but he is up moving about, you know, doing, doing all those things with rehab and he's able to get on a bicycle, which is great news. And I hope to see him back sooner rather than later. Um, if for nothing else than to hear, Ricky say his name over and over and over again because he apparently loves saying it. Um, so that's an update, quick update on Woodcock. I know I'm a friend. I I know I'm a fan of of him, and um, I would just like to see him make a uh, a speedy recovery and get back out there and do some racing. Again, if you would like to me to talk about anything in particular, go ahead and drop it in the comment section. I will circle back and cover it at the end of the broadcast. Um, the East is back. The East is back. Now, I suspect Pickums are going to be an absolute nightmare this week because of the East being back. Now they are back for one round, Salt Lake one, and then we will get the East West showdown in Salt Lake two for the final round next week um, at Salt Lake two. Now it has been three, three months, three months. So February 13th was their last race at Orlando. Uh, almost three months that they haven't been racing. I suspect that this is going to be in a small, not to mention this is, this is a small track. It looks tight. Uh, I don't know if you have seen, I would show the, um, the video, but YouTube will take me down if I do that. So I'm not going to do that. If you guys are interested, you can find that the track map video pretty much anywhere, or you can wait until tomorrow you can watch all the qualifiers and uh, check it out there. But it looks like a very, very small, tight, confined track. And because of that, combined with the fact that the 250 East Riders 
haven't done any right or I'm sure they've done riding, but haven't raced since mid February. I suspect this is going to be carnage, absolute carnage on this track for the two fifties. And, um, I will be taking a look at the pickums to see how you guys did. So if you're playing pickums, which we will talk a little bit more about at the end, uh, good luck to you. Good luck to you, my friend. Uh, best of luck <laughs> picking how how that mess is going to end with the 250s. So let's take a look at um, the points, and we will go through. We'll go through the top eight. Well, we'll take a look at the the points for the top eight. So um, going into this round. Uh, Nichols is your top guy. I hope I have this right. Um, I believe I did. I checked it a couple of times. Uh, Nichols is your top guy, uh, with 166 points. He's, he's coming into this with the red plate. Um, Craig, hang on one second. Craig is your number two in uh, with 158 points. Joe Shimoda is your number three with 138 points. Jet Lawrence with 128 points. Um, Josh Osby with 103. Moseman with 97. Oldenburg with 91. And Ver- Joshua Veres, Veres, I'm not sure how you say that, uh, with 81 points uh and that is your top eight coming into salt lake city for your 250 east rider points um i do i i'm not sure we see too much movement with these um these places because they are so spread out but i would not be surprised to see finishes with some of these riders get shaken up quite a bit, like, you know, Moseman winning and Nichols taking a 10th, Craig taking a 7th, and Shimoda taking a 2nd. Because let's be honest, Shimoda's been the... Shimoda's basically been the most consistent one. See, 19, 18, 19, 21, 19, 23, 19. Yeah, like he's... Between him and Craig, I guess, Craig's been pretty consistent. And, yeah, the top three have been really consistent. Um, Jet has been all over the place. Um, So that's your point standings. Uh, Curious question for you. If you guys are watching this, go ahead and drop your answer in the comment section. Come next week. I know we'll we'll get to this, but I want to see what you guys think. Maybe we'll have a little conversation at the end. Come next week when we have the East-West Showdown, who do you think will finish higher in the 250s? Hunter Lawrence or Jet Lawrence? Drop your answer in the comments. I want to see what you guys have to say about this, and we'll talk about it after we get through all of this action. Um, Predictions. My top three for 250s. 
Uh, this is going to be an absolute mess. Like I said, I would not be surprised if we have somebody outside of the top four who wins this. So I'm actually going to say, ah, <sighs> oh, man, this is a tough one. Coming back, I'm going to say Jet wins. So I'm going to say Jet Lawrence in the number one spot. I'm going to say Joe Shimoda in the number two spot. And I'm going to say Colt Nichols in the number three spot. And I think uh, Christian Craig will probably be. I, I think we'll see some variation of maybe. I'm going to play it safe and say that we'll see some variation of the top four in points. Um, but I'm going to stick with that as my predictions and not put any money on it whatsoever because I'm not confident in those at all. Um, sure, Tiller has some sort of a stat breakdown as to why uh, he <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't tend to go off of uh, gut feeling. He he likes to break down his stats, and it's a that's a way to do it. It's a way to do it. So that is it for the 250 predictions. Um, like I said, if you have anything that you want me to talk about, any questions, anything like that, go ahead and, and drop it in the comment section. I will get to it at the end of the broadcast. Um, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, tag somebody in the comments if you're watching right now. See if we can get some more people on here. Uh, so let's move over to the 450s because there's a lot to talk about obviously in the 450s um we've got the last two rounds going into the last venue at salt lake city um we do have um i'm i'm still gonna say it i'm gonna say it. it's still it's still a two rider show here um a, a great night from roxon and a terrible night from cooper and we've got a whole new ball game here uh, neither one of these guys can let up. So um, I'm going to say 16 points with two rounds left. It's still a two rider race. And it, this round right here is a make or break. Um, if Roxon, regardless of where Webb falls, if Roxon wins this race, I will still consider it a two rider race going into uh, Salt Lake two next week in round 17. If Roxon finishes anywhere, but first place in this round, it's over. Don't, I don't, I don't care if he finishes second, if he doesn't win this race, it's over. Uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so this is, this is a, this is basically the championship to me. Like if Roxon has to be handling this as if it were the championship, because if he doesn't win this one, he has no chance. If he does win this one, he gives himself a shot um, at, I don't know, maybe putting some pressure, not that, you know, Webb crumbles in the, at the sight of pressure, but maybe put some pressure on Webb going into the last round. He, but, we'll see i'm still gonna call it a two a two rider race because it's close enough um 
coming down to the last two rounds where either one of them could take it. And that's, that's kind of what we want to see. That is what we want to see. Um, so let's take a look at the points. Uh, we'll go through, um, we'll go through the top eight here. Yeah, we'll go through the top eight. Um, so we have obviously in the number one spot, we have Cooper Webb with 339 points. Uh, then in the number two spot, we have Ken Roxon with 323 points. Dropping off from there, we have Eli Tomac in the number three spot with 299 points. Justin Barsha in the number four spot with 264. Plessinger in the number five spot with 234. Anderson sixth with 220. Malcolm Stewart in seventh with 209 and Dylan Ferrandis in the number eight spot with 199 points. That is your top eight in the four fifties. And, um, Tiller sent me some stats to go through. Um, he sent me a bunch of breakdowns from, let's take a look here. So we have a breakdown of last year, the entire year, um, and he broke it down for us by rounds. So we have, and we're talking Tomac, uh, three riders here. We have Tomac, Webb, and Roxon. Um, and those three riders, their average finish for the first eight rounds were Tomac 2.625. That was his average finish. So he finished about second um, for rounds one through eight. Then we have Cooper, who for the first eight rounds had a 4.875. So just better than fifth, uh, an average of fifth place finish. And then Roxon for rounds one through eight had a, an average of three even. Um, then he gave me a breakdown of rounds eight through 17 Tomac with a 2.4. He got a little bit better for his average, uh, Webb with an average of 2.5 and Roxon with an average of 4.2. Now he gave us an additional breakdown of just the um, string of Salt Lake City rounds that we had there. And we had Tomac with a 2.428 average at Salt Lake City, Webb with an average of 2.428, and Roxon with an average of five. Now, this tells me a little bit about these riders that I think we already we all already know. Um, but it's nice to see it in numbers, which is that Webb is a finisher. Um, he, as the season went on, obviously you saw his average finish basically drop in half. Um, and then also in Salt Lake City, he again, you saw his average finish drop in half. And you saw um, Roxon's almost double. So uh, if you want to play off of those numbers, 
going into Salt Lake City to finish this off and on top of it put on all of the pressure and um, web. Uh, you guys may see this differently or you may not. I, I'm not. I don't really care. This is my opinion here. Webb handles pressure extremely well. He is a master at not only dealing with pressure, but he's a master of putting pressure on people, uh, on other riders. So coming down to the line here, this is a huge, huge advantage for Webb um, because on the flip side, Roxon Roxon seems to crumble under pressure. I feel, I feel the same about Roxon right now as I did about Tomac before he won the uh, the championship last year. Um, it, it seems like every time he gets put in, and you saw it last week, every time he gets put in a situation where um, he has to perform, he doesn't. He just flat out does not perform. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and make my predictions here. I'm going to say Salt Lake City. It seems like oh, high altitude. Tomac got the advantage. Um, I'm going to say Webb finishes number one, closes out this this championship for good. Um, Tomac number two, and if if Roxon gets a good if Roxon gets a good start and gets passed by anybody, Roxon's not even going to finish in the top five. I, I bet. So I'm not even going to put him in my top three. Uh, I'm going to say Webb, Tomac, Anderson for my top three in the four fifties. Um, to all of you guys out there playing the pickums, uh, best of luck to you. Again, this is we're this is basically a, a whole different sport now because we've got this tiny, tiny little track that they had to cram into this um, stadium, as opposed to last week where we were at Atlanta at the Speedway where they had all the room in the world to work with, um, which. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that after the season's over when we start talking and when we start having conversations amongst ourselves to kind of fill that space. Um, the speedway, the uh, speedways tracks versus the uh, stadium tracks. We'll talk quite a bit about that, I'm sure. So um, those are my predictions for the 250s and 450s, and I'm sticking to them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about pickums before we jump into the chats over here. First thing I want to do, I know I teased this on the, uh, the Facebook page, but I wanted to break it out and show you guys who might be playing the pickums. Maybe you're in four. Maybe you're in fifth place. Maybe you're in sixth place, and you're not sure if you're gonna play this week. The great thing about this point system is it keeps it close. Um, that we've had several changes in the uh, 
in the leaderboard over the last couple of weeks and it's because of this point system where it keeps it close you can have an you can have an off week you can miss a week um doug who is in fifth place totally he completely missed a week and he was able to come back and make it into the top five and he's within he's definitely within range of winning this um so if you are in the top 10 and you're wondering whether or not you should play the pickums you should definitely jump over and even if you're not in the top even if you're not in the runnings it makes it more interesting getting your picks in and having a stake in what happens while you're watching but here we have the trophy here is what the winner will win it is a crystal it's completely crystal on the base and everything uh i will <laughs> i will wipe all of the uh fingerprints off of it before i send it out to whoever wins um it's got etched in it the uh pick'em challenge logo um we will be doing one of these for outdoors as well so if you are not in the running right now for supercross you can still play in the outdoor season and then we are also going to do a big big trophy for whoever gets the most points for both indoor and outdoor so if you are not in the running for it right now fear not we're gonna and we're gonna start doing some more fun stuff too to entice people to do it to uh play uh weekly rather than you know just jumping on every once in a while but here it is this is the 2021 Supercross season Pick'em Challenge Championship Trophy. Um, for those of you who play Pick'ems, thank you very much for participating. For those of you who are thinking about it, go ahead and check it out. You can go over to the website, click on the Pick'ems tab, and you can get your picks in for tomorrow. Speaking of picks, um, if you are trying to put your picks in today, be aware the 250 riders have not been switched over to the east coast riders yet those will be switched over by the end of the day today so make sure that you are selecting the correct riders um and uh just because you'll if you don't select the correct riders for this week then you're gonna be you're gonna be on the outs as far as scores on pickums um before we get into the chats i just want to mention again we are doing a giveaway um it's a sunstar sprockets giveaway we are giving away two sets two sets of sunstar sprockets so uh if you have not already entered you can jump on over to www.powerthenumber2theground.com and enter for a chance to win yourself a pair of sunstar sprockets for your bike so you can get it all nice and fresh and clean new teeth on your bike ready to rock this summer get tons of riding in i know that's what i plan to do I plan to do as much riding as possible and that's it make sure you get that uh the winners for the giveaway will be announced on April 30th and uh 
yeah, best of luck to you. If you are entering into that giveaway, the last time I checked, um, I think there was only like 15 people entered in it. So it's wide open still, wide open, um, completely free to enter, by the way, completely free. Um, so let's jump into the chats here. I have one chat, so that'll make it easy. That is uh, Coda. Coda wants me to talk about the McAdoo March Banks crash. Um, Coda, I'm going to be totally honest. I have a vague memory of what happened on the McAdoo March Banks crash. Um, it looked insane. <laughs> it looked almost like it was on purpose, um, but I haven't watched it back enough to really make a um, a determination on that. Uh, I think Doug, I think Doug and Tiller again, Doug and Tiller are going to be on, um, Mondays at six 30. Um, I think Doug wanted to do some sort of breakdown. Um, the problem with the breakdowns is we can't put them here on, um, YouTube. So if we're going to start doing breakdowns, if you, first of all, if you want to start seeing more breakdowns, you got to let us know. Uh, if you guys want to see like the, the McAdoo March banks crash or, um, Anderson getting landed on all, all of those things. If you guys want to see the breakdowns and see a slow motion explained version of what happened, uh, to cause those, those things, um, let us know because I know Doug enjoys doing them, but they are a pain in the butt to put together. So um, I want to make sure that you guys actually want to watch those before I ask him to uh, to start making some. But if he does make some, they will be hosted on the website so that you know we don't get pulled down for copyright stupid stuff. Like, oh my god, it's so dumb. Oh, how dare you promote our sport for us? It's dumb, dumb. Um. So that's all we got for the uh, the chats. So I think I'm going to call it a day on that one. Thanks again for hanging out with me. I know it's uh, the middle of the day on a Friday. Hopefully I can get some more of you guys on here um, to hang out during this time frame. I know it's different. Um, if you would prefer me to do it on a, at a different time, feel free let me know. Um, I am open to all suggestions. I hear all of them. Um, so that's that. Um, again, like, comment, subscribe, do all those things. Um, make sure to, especially on YouTube, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We want to get that subscribership up as much as we possibly can. Uh, jump on over to www.powerthenumber2theground.com. Grab yourself some merch like this awesome Get Jiggy in the Whoops t-shirt that I'm wearing right here. Uh, we got hats, shirts, hoodies, jackets, all kinds of stuff over there. Uh, it really helps out keep this thing moving um and uh check out bro taco brotacofoods.com use the pttg coupon code get 20 percent off and jump on over to sunstar sprockets and chains 
and uh, use that support email. Uh, let Doug know that you are there from Power to the Ground. Get yourself some hooked up. And also the giveaway. And that's about all I got for you guys for um, this episode. Looking forward to some Salt Lake City stuff, even though we're back in the little cramped spaces again. Um, but we'll see what happens with it. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend as as much as I think I'm going to enjoy mine. Enjoy the races. And we will see you back on Monday at 630 with Doug and Tiller to do a review of the Salt Lake City show. 